Well, friends, today is the final message in our Christmas Has a Name sermon series. We've been taking six Sundays to explore the great names of Jesus found in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, and Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. He is wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Well, today in this final message, we're going to explore the great name Emmanuel, which means God with us. We're going to look at the God who was with us in 2020 and the God who is with us right now, today, and the God who is with us in our tomorrows. I want you to enjoy as three of our pastoral team members share on this great theme, Emmanuel, God with us. I want to talk to you for a few moments today about how God is Emmanuel, God with us in our yesterday. Well, 2020 has been an incredible year. Anything that I say about it will be an understatement, I'm sure. Um, but it's been a year when we've had so many changes to our lives, so many things that we've had to rethink, um, so many ways that we've, um, we've had new fears that we haven't had before, that we've had new adjustments we haven't had before. And um, I, I don't know about you, but I'm happy to see 2020 go. Uh, it's been a year when uh, we've, had, we've seen the hand of God. We've seen some incredible things happen, and we've had so many blessings, but there's been also a lot of challenges. Um, in 1992, Queen Elizabeth said that uh, her, she, her family had had a very difficult year, and she described 1992 in her Christmas statement as an anus horribilis, which means in Latin, a horrible year. <laughs> and for many, 2020 has been that. And I wanted to talk to you for a moment about a man who had a very difficult time in his life, who witnessed some terrible things that happened and how he dealt with it. His name is Asaph, and you'll find his story in Psalm 77. I'm just going to read it to you. Psalm 77, verse 1 to 9, he says, I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands, and my soul refused to be comforted. I remembered you, O God. I groaned, I mused, and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart mused, and my spirit inquired, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? What was happening to Asaph was that he had witnessed the, um, the siege of Jerusalem. He had seen Jerusalem fall and he had seen his people killed and taken into slavery. And he was, he was despairing. He was filled with despair. And Asaph could have stayed in that place of, of worry and concern, but instead he, he made a change. He made a decision, um, mid-psalm actually, he made a decision to not live in that despair, but to call out to God. Asaph uh, called out to God and, and wasn't feeling any comfort. Have you ever felt like that? Has that ever been a part of your year? It probably was last year. Um, but we can learn a lesson from Asaph. He changed his focus mid-psalm to make a deliberate decision to, um, to spend his mental energy on the faithfulness of God. He, uh, he focused on the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God is often only seen in the rearview mirror. 
Often we can't see what God is doing in the moment around us. But when we look back over this past year, we can see the faithfulness of God. When it was all happening mid-March and April, it was very hard to see how God's hand would be in it. But uh, when we look back in the rearview mirror, we can see how faithful he's been. Amen? So here's what, here's what Asaph said, verse 10 to 12. He says this, Then I thought, to this I will appeal, the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will meditate on all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. He goes on at the end to say, your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. And that's what it's been for us this year. The Lord has truly uh, led us. He's truly been faithful to us. He's been our provider. He's been our comfort. He's been our hope. He's been our joy. And we can know as we face this new year coming we can be expected of good things from him because he is our Emmanuel, God with us. The God who is with us today. I remember being at Winterlude, I think it was 2016. I was with my, my dear wife, Yvonne, and then my sister and her husband, and it was a cold day. It was freezing. And, and we did a lot of things. We saw a lot of sights, but I remember just being overwhelmed with this sense of being cold that I wasn't really able to enjoy the experience. You know, now upon reflecting upon that experience, I can remember all the things that we experienced, but in that moment, I was so unable to experience all the positivity associated with that day. You know, I think that has a lot to do with how we live out our lives and our ability to see God amidst different seasons in our lives. And this season that we're in right now, I think is probably one of the hardest experiences that I've ever experienced where, where I've, I've had a hard time being able to see that God was with me in the moment. You know, it's so easy for us to reflect on how God was with us in past times. And, and it's so easy for us on the day-to-day -to, -day to, to anticipate how God's going to reveal himself in the future. But in the moment, it is so hard for us to see that God is with us today. I want to declare to you that God is with you today, right here and right now. And our ability to, to worship God in the moment is a sign of deep worship. Our ability to worship God in that moment and recognize Him is a sign of spiritual maturity. I want to challenge you. I know so often we ask God for His presence to come and that He would fill the room and, and all these things, but, but I want us to shift our prayer uh, towards a prayer that goes a lot like how a song is sung. Let us become more aware of your presence, as if God is already there. You know, I think a, a fruitful life hinges upon our ability to see Jesus in any moment. We've been talking about how Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, Jesus is today, he, he's worthy of our worship. Jesus' word is true. His promises are true. His very virtues and attributes, the revelation of all who he is, is true and good today. His plans today for your life is good. David in Psalm 139 says, where can I go from your presence? He talks about the high moments and the low moments. God is with him. He recognizes that. God is with you. He is with you in your celebrations today, in your victories today. Whatever you're experiencing that's good, God is with you. God is also with you in your pain. 
God can identify Jesus. It's described in Hebrews 4 as being a high priest who can identify with your weakness, who knows what it's like to experience hardship. God is with you in that. He's with you in your waiting. I want to declare that God is a God who's with you today. And so I want to encourage you to give thanks today, to, to be excited about that. If you can't see that God is with you today, I would encourage you just to ask him to reveal himself to you. I could tell you countless stories of God responding to that ask and revealing himself to people just because they asked. I would also encourage you to, to serve, to put yourself in a situation where you're advancing the gospel, where you're living out the very commands of Jesus upon those things. When, we, when we're putting ourselves in these make or break moments, when we lean into these moments, God reveals himself to us because we need him that bad. A fruitful life is, is hinged upon our ability to see God in every moment. You know, why is this so important? Well, I, I, I can't think of a time in history that I've experienced where, where hope is needed more than now today. And may God reveal himself to you today. And may you also experience, uh, they, they experience that same revelation to everyone else as well. May God's presence be known to you today. A fruitful life, a joyful life, a, a peaceful uh, life filled with provision is a life that's hinged upon us acknowledging that God is with us in our today. Emmanuel with us, God is with us in our tomorrows. As you're seated today and watching online, I'd like you to imagine what your tomorrow could look like, what a few years down the road could look like. And for each one of us, we just don't really know. But there's a few things within each one of our lives that we can do and that God can do through us. The first is this, live your faith in your tomorrows. God has called each one of us to have a special future, to have a special tomorrow. Share your faith, live your faith. There was a song recently and a few words as part of that that really highlights this. Even when my eyes can't see, I will trust the voice that speaks. You see, our tomorrows are very exciting. We don't know, but there's a sense of excitement that should come within each one of us when it comes to our tomorrows. Be who God wants you to be in all situations. Live your faith in your tomorrow. Here's another thing with tomorrows. They always come. There will always be a tomorrow. I love music. Most music. Classical, not so much. But there was a country song written a few years back that talked about if tomorrow never comes. As believers and followers of Christ, Tomorrow will always come. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that exciting? We, as followers of Jesus, will always experience a tomorrow, whether that's here on earth or through eternity. And that should be a highlight for each one of us. Here's another thing. You have got your tomorrows, and God has you in that tomorrow. God has my tomorrows. Personally, as I step away from Woodvale, and this is one of my last moments to share with you today, I don't know what my tomorrow has for me or my family. What I do know is that God has created me, he's gifted me, and he's walking with me each step of the way. You see, each one of us can do this. You can do this in your tomorrow. It's all that we were called to do and to be. There's no fear within me. There's no anxiety within me. And here's the reason why. Because God 
is with us. And my prayer for you today is the same, that regardless of what comes in your tomorrow, and I pray that there's an excitement, like I said before, with regard to that, that you know that you are a child of God. You see, we have his Holy Spirit living within us. The Bible says that we don't operate in and of ourselves, not by might or not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. His Holy Spirit is within us, and his Holy Spirit leads and guides us, and his spirit directs us. And just like this sermon series has been all about Emmanuel, God with us, we are never alone. And I want to guarantee that whatever your future holds and whatever your tomorrow brings, that God is with you. You see, today prepares us for our future and our tomorrow. Dale Carnegie wrote this, the best possible way to prepare for tomorrow is to concentrate with all you are on doing today's work, doing God's work today. That is the only possible way you can prepare for the future. My prayer for you is that you are prepared for the future because God is living within you, he empowers you, and there's an excitement that should be there in all that you do as we look to the future that he has for us. God is with you, and he's with me. Emmanuel, God with us. God has definitely been with us in 2020. It's been a tough year through this COVID season. And we know God is with us today, and we know that God will be with us in our tomorrow. Well, Evelyn and I love each and every one of you so much. We thank God for his faithfulness in 2020, and we're believing that God is gonna give us an amazing 2021. I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray that God would bless you and give each and every one of us a wonderful, blessed new year. Well, Father God, I thank you for our church family. I thank you, God, for everyone in our church family. I pray your blessing upon them. I pray, God, that 2021 will be a year that is marked with great blessing. I pray that it would be a year that is marked with God's surprises. I pray, Father, that we would see breakthrough from this coronavirus. I pray your protection on every home. I pray health. I pray strength upon every home. I pray everyone's needs would be met in you. I pray, Father, there would be an excitement that would be built in our hearts for 2021. I pray, Lord, that we would lean in on you and we would know that you're the God of our yesterday, 2020, our God of today, and our God of tomorrow. So surround each one and shower us with your blessings. And Lord, we wanna give you the glory and the praise and the honor knowing that great things are ahead. So fill us with excitement. I ask it now in Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning, church. I'd like to say a few words about a gifted pastor and a very good friend. This is a man who possesses a character that's steady in emotion, solid in conviction, and calming influence to those who face challenges either personally or launching into ministry. He's a man who comes alongside when there's problems to solve, he is a waymaker. I think of that cartoon, Bob the Builder. I'm sure most of you have heard the phrase, can we do it? Yes, we can. Well, that's him. He's a yes, we can. And I've heard it, some people ask, what does Pastor Marvin even do here? I think it's because his ministry is to make it possible for others to serve. 
He does it without seeking praise for himself. When he could get it, he deflects it to others, building them up. He lives out equipping the saints. He's the one who doesn't want attention or limelight. He wants to energize and equip others. Look, look at the fruit. Alpha, missions, small groups, life groups, celebrate recovery. If you look at the foyer, you'll see in bold, follow, connect, and serve. It all falls under Pastor Marvin. Thank you, and God bless you, and keep your family in the next steps that you take with him. For we know that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. We love you, and we will miss you greatly. Pastor Marvin, you've impacted so many people over the past 15 plus years. We want to take a few moments to let you know how much we love you and how much we appreciate you. Pastor Marvin, on behalf of everyone at Celebrate Recovery, we really want to thank you for all your love and support over the years. We're really going to miss you. God bless. Thank you, Pastor Marvin, for all of your hard work, service, and support to the church, Connect Groups and their leaders, global missions, and the countless number of ways that you have poured yourself out in the ministry over the years. May God bless you. Pastor Marvin, thank you so much for your leadership, your support, and your encouragement over the years that we've been blessed to have been part of ministries. And also thank you for your friendship. We wish you health, both you and your family. We wish you rest and peace of mind as you follow in Isaiah 40, 31. We rest upon the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Marvin and Esther, for your years of service at Woodville. We wish you the best in the next phase of your ministry. Hey, Pastor Marvin, I was sorry to hear the news that you were leaving, but I'm excited to see what the Lord has for you and your family ahead. Just want to say thank you for the leadership and wisdom that you've given the church over the past 15 years. You will be missed. Hi, Marvin. I'm sad to see you leaving Woodville, but I know God will lead and guide you. So I wish you all the best and we'll be praying for you and your family as you leave. Okay. I think... One of the best ways to summarize what I most respect about Pastor Marvin is that he is a keeper of confidences. You know that if you meet him in the foyer and he asks you how you are, he's interested in hearing what you have to say and that it won't go any further. He's a person of integrity and we will miss those conversations in the foyer with him, for sure. Hi, Pastor Marvin and family. We just want to thank you for being a blessing to the Woodville family. and. I, we just pray that as you go out there, that God will bless you and extend your boundaries and use you in a mighty way. Thank you. Pastor Marvin, it's been a pleasure uh, knowing you for over 27 years. And uh, Ingrid and I are both going to miss you tremendously, seeing you on Sundays and being able to chat in the foyer with you, um, whether we're volunteering or, or just attending service. We uh, pray God's blessing upon you and Esther and the family. Pastor Marvin. We really appreciated your dedication and passion for small groups. Thank Yay! you very much. Pastor Marvin, I just want to thank you for your incredible ministry at Woodville. We recall when you first arrived back in university and taught Sunday school for us. Right through to now, we had an incredible, incredible um, time at Woodville. Pray blessing on you, Esther, and the boys in the uh, days, months, and years to come as you continue to bless wherever you are. I really enjoyed working with you in life groups, and then follow, and you were always so approachable. And you were the first person that I really got to know at the church. And you have such a wonderful giving personality, 
and you will be missed. Thank you for being a kind and competent leader who always had faith in the people working under you. Pastor Marvin, Esther, Ethan, Isaac, we've been so blessed to have you here for over 15 years. And on behalf of your pastoral team, the office team, the church board, and your church family, we wish you God's best. One, two, three. We love you. Well, Woodville family, it's hard to believe that today is the farewell service for Pastor Marvin and Esther and Ethan and Isaac. It's hard to believe that 15 and a half years have gone by, and we honor you today, Pastor Marvin. We thank you for your amazing, faithful, committed ministry here. And you just saw uh, some video words of honor from some of the church family. That's the shorter version. And there's actually an extended version of that with many more people sharing words of honor. We want to get that to you. Well, we have some gifts for you today. And uh, first of all, we have some flowers for Esther. And because this is a COVID-friendly moment, I can't hand them to her. But Esther, we want to give you those flowers. And we have several pictures here of Ottawa night scenes. And we trust that those are some memories for you. We think you will love them. And we want you to have them and let them be a memory for you. And we've got several other things. Pastor Marvin, we know that for some time you've wanted to get your windows tinted on your pickup truck. And so we've arranged for that to happen. And someone will be coming to your home and making that happen. And we have some gift cards in there so you as a family can go out to a special restaurant and enjoy a great meal together as a family. And Ethan and Isaac, We've got gift cards for you to go to a local hunting shop because we know you guys like hunting. And so we want to bless you with those gifts. But I'd love Pastor Marvin and Esther, if you would take a moment to share a few words. And uh, ladies first, let's start with Esther. Well, hi, church family. It's hard to believe that 15 years have come and gone. And uh, when we first arrived here, Ethan and Isaac uh, were just babies, basically. and. I just wanted to thank each and every one of you for opening your lives to us, um, letting us walk the journey with you. I pray Lord, that we've led you well and that we've loved you well. And uh, just thank you for allowing us to be part of your story. And um, as most of you know, we don't know what's coming next for us, but we're excited for the future. And uh, for the church as a whole, maybe, or individuals, maybe you don't know what's next in your story either, but I would just encourage you to continue to trust the Lord. He knows our tomorrows and he's already in them and he's gonna continue to lead and guide you. So thank you for being part of our story for the last 15 years and we'll continue to pray for all of you in the days ahead. Special thank you to you, Pastor Mark and Evelyn mm -hmm. for giving us the opportunity. It's uh, 15 years gone very quickly um, a lot of water under the bridge and uh, certainly a lot of ministry that, that we've done together. So thank you for the opportunity. I want to thank our church board as well for um, allowing us to, to minister here, to minister with, and to, uh, well, I pray, accomplish a lot. Um, certainly thank you to you and, uh, and the church for these incredible gifts. Uh, we feel blessed. We're thankful. We're grateful and um, certainly a special shout out to each one of you for blessing us this way. If I could just take a couple minutes just to um, thank you 
for the church being the church, uh, allowing us to, um, as Esther said, be a part of your lives, but also blessing us in many ways. We've, we've really grown. Uh, we've really changed over th these last years, and um, it's, it's been a special time in our lives. Um, someone said to me recently, um, you know, what are you going to do for the next 10 or 15 years? Well, I pray and I trust that our family will continue to be a blessing to, to those around us, those that we encounter, uh, those under our ministry and through our ministry and whatever we do next. And so I wanna thank especially the leaders that I've had the privilege of working with uh, over the number of years, there's, there's been many, and uh, you have made me look very good and you have uh, put in 110% in everything that you did uh, to, the, to the broader church as a whole, continue to seek him, continue to allow him to be a part of who you are, being led by his spirit. We're a Pentecostal church and uh, certainly allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you in all situations. So it's been an honor, it's been a privilege, and we certainly thank you for the opportunity, both as a church and um, as Pastor Mark like to quickly mention to the the uh, pastoral team um, this is a great team and uh, honored to serve with and to uh, to pray with and to minister with and to laugh with really uh, we do a lot of that and uh, it's been fun to be a part of so thank you thank you pastor marvin thank you esther we we love you guys so much it was well over 15 years ago that we first connected mm -hmm. And uh, these folks were pastoring in Perry Sound, and God just spoke to your heart. The ministry was finishing there, and you stepped out, took a huge step of faith, mm -hmm. and uh, not knowing what your next was. Mm -hmm. And little do we know that your next was coming here. And uh, Marvin and Esther and Mark and Evelyn sat at a restaurant, and the journey began. And it's been a great journey. Thank you for your friendship, your ministry. And we honor you today. You've made a huge difference in this church and in this city, and we're going to miss you. And church family, if you haven't done so, go to our church website, and there's an honor register there where you will get a moment to share your words uh, to Pastor Marvin and Esther. We'll make sure that you get that, and we want you to take a moment to do that. Well, we want to offer a word of prayer for you today. God's been faithful in your past and your present, and he already knows your tomorrow. And it's already carved out, and we want to pray for them today. So could we join together? Well, Father God, thank you for Pastor Marvin and Esther and Ethan and Isaac. We love this family so much. We've done life together for over 15 years, and they've been amazing. And we thank you, God, for the difference they've made in this church and in this community. And may they know that they're so loved and they're so appreciated. And we together pray that you would lead and direct their tomorrows, that God, you would show them clearly. You would carve out what you have next for them. And we pray, God, that you, the one who is faithful, would do just that. So we thank you for them. We release them with blessing, and we give you glory and honor for their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, we love you, and may the Lord bless you, and may he lead you, and may he direct you. Amen. Well, church family, thank you for joining us today, and we pray God's blessing upon you. Evelyn and I love you dearly.